0: What is shaking, wind jack World? Happy Money Monday, Doug. You Whoop. look five years younger Whoop. Whoop.
1: From I know, the I intro video. I know, I know. <laughs> I gotta. Hey, we gotta redo their intro video now that I have my, I, I shaved. It's like, wow, boy, did I just I went back down to thirty two again.
0: <laughs> uh, hey, that's a good thing sometimes. <laughs> true, I mean, you gotta sw- you gotta switch it up.
1: Yeah, gotta switch you. it up.
0: New house, new look, yeah, new man. everything. Coming and I'll tell up. you,
1: I will, I will never get used to that that intro. That is like the most perfect. That had to cost you like what a hundred grand to put that intro together. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. No,
0: um. Well, that's the whole illusion, you know. <laughs> so we're giving, <laughs> well, just kind of like making sure that we we're living up to par, right? Well, we're putting yeah. up, we're putting up certain standards in place for the windjet community, and this is kind of a perfect example, a reflection of what could happen for all the amazing podcasters and some of the music people and TV people that we have coming on board and and just about putting things in place for them to have access. And it's, it's sometimes, I mean, I know that you've been in this game way longer than I have, especially podcasting, not trying to make you feel old, but (laughs) this is, this is, this is one of the reasons why, I mean, when I got brought to you, when I decided to launch my podcast and there was a reason for that, I mean, you hold yourself to a higher standard. You don't just do show notes in the Philippines. You got their they're hyperlinked and they're pro, they're properly placed there. And it's not just like a a long, huge description. You see those. I mean, they post oh, a huge, like long things,
1: right? So well, because everybody's trying to jam as much information like, oh, God, everybody's going to find me because I got these huge show, show notes. And I think mm-hmm. that it actually has the opposite effect. It turns people off. So that's mm-hmm. that's just that's just one strategy that we try to employ with all of our all of our clients. So, yeah, I, I'm happy. To, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I love this. I love that we'll be doing this on a regular basis. I love mm-hmm. bringing the experience that I've learned over producing 1200 of my own episodes of the nice guys on business podcast and thousands of episodes for other people as well so I'm excited to be here so much Chris and thanks for the opportunity to to share your community that will now become my community by yes. proxy so thank you
0: <laughs> yeah you're welcome and and to be honest with you I, I couldn't ask for a better person and obviously with the services that we're going to provide for our members of our community and you know I'm not not just saying that because I've, I've been around obviously the podcasting game and when my show went live with the trade schools and I was left with a really dope show. I was like, well, <laughs> I don't want to outsource seven things and they're not bought into the mission. They're not bought into my voice yep. of what yep. I'm trying to overall accomplish. And that's something you really do really, really well is you spend time with the podcaster. And that's where you call yourself a pod, what is it? Podologist? I,
1: podcastologist. That's right. Podcastologist.
0: <laughs> well, I, th- t- 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 I like that. Template- i get used to it.
1: Templatize, but at the same time, customize. So if you templatize the right thing so that you get the right impact with your audience and then you customize so you're specific to your client, then at the same time, you're not just sending stuff to us and we're just turning around and generically putting a rubber stamp on it and getting it going. We want to know you. You know, each one of my customers clients we get to know one on one and although you know there's mostly a uh, relationship that's built online you still can get to know somebody pretty well and you know you have a people that are assigned that get to know you very well also and if there's any yeah. issue with any of that stuff you just raise your hand and you say hey I need some extra support and that's where we show the love i mean i really do think that that's where the the difference between something that that we at Winject will do and all of the other companies that at least in my competitive analysis have seen I don't want to be a rubber stamp company that was never on my agenda. I don't want to have a 1000 clients. It's never where I was looking. I wanted to have, you know, a good group of solid, well-built clients that that we can take to the next level. And that's what that's what being a part of a network like this can actually do for you too.
0: 100%. And I like to hey you said that. And just to kind of let everyone know, Um, I'm not saying that I won't be going live each and every week with Mr. Doug Sandler, but I will be taking a little bit more of the approach and making sure we have the right schedule in place. Uh, We have a couple of members obviously posting inside of the chat right now, which is really good to see. This is specifically and exclusively for Mondays at this time, 2 p.m. Eastern time, same time, same bad channel. You'll see this baby face guy right here talking about the services that he is exclusively gonna offer for our Winjet community. And just to let everyone know, Kajabi will be going away here shortly, but it's okay. We're not gonna pull the plug on Kajabi and not just have it for winjet.com. We're moving everything to a standalone system. But in the meantime, I did have my team go ahead and inside of Kajabi where you see the videos, where it says um, it was official partner, verified resources or exclusive offers. Inside that video of these lives, we're going to put those links for you to go ahead and if you need show notes and editing or all the services that I'm obviously have Doug explain here today to obviously get those services and that's something you can't just get anywhere. And that's why I love Doug so much. He's going to invest 30 minutes a week, either himself or a member of his staff, who's going to go through all the nuts and bolts in the onboarding process you know, and everything he does have available for us. And that way there's no kind of, I guess you say surprises. You know exactly what to expect, what you're going to get, and then obviously the outcome you're over you're trying to get to your listeners. So yeah. for the most part, I guess we can kind of just go into that and like what does the onboarding process kind of look like with the services, different packages you're exclusively offering, and yeah. just basically just walk them through
1: yeah well you know there's a couple of different levels of service that that a lot of people want so many people come to us and they say hey we just want a an inexpensive way to actually put our podcast production out there to the world and in which case we're offering um, editing of an episode we're including the show notes we're going to post to your hosting source so the only thing that you need to do is record and drag and drop directly into our project management software we have a system it is locked and loaded we've done it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times with our clients we know the ins and outs of the system. We teach you a small section of that system. So it's just as easy as drag and drop into our into our project management software. So that's one level of service. The other level of service is where, okay, you have a show and you get all these services too, but now you actually want to understand how you can monetize, how you can grow your community and how you can build influence. And that's where we will take a deeper dive with you one-on-one doing coaching with you or put you in as a part of a larger group if you feel like you would learn better in a larger group. And we're going to leave that option to you as well. Plus, we'll have a discovery call to figure out what is the best way for you to actually proceed with us. So it's either a, um, a more standard level of service where you're just drag and drop or a higher level of service where we're actually coaching you through some of the monetization, community building, and um, and influence gathering parts of your of your podcast, which many people want as well.
0: What is the onboarding call kind of look like and what does that entail?
1: It's pretty simple. We have a uh, we have a, um, a head trainer. Her name is Jenny and Jenny actually will connect with you directly and uh, you guys will set up a time where you can actually walk through the process. It is really something that if I sent you an email, you could probably take it on your own from there, but we don't want to be, um, you know, we know that some people have a little bit more tech challenges than other right. people that are out there. So if you don't know how to have access to that, we don't want just want to be an email away. We want to be a phone call away or zoom call away like this. So we'll make sure you get on smoothly. So we'll, we'll share with you the process by which you're going to just drop your, your episodes into our project management software. The nice part about the, the software is that you can actually log into the app and you can see where we are in the process with each one of your episodes. So if you're somebody that likes to work ahead of time, let's say you like to work five or 10 weeks ahead of time, you can see where we are with each one of those episodes. If you're somebody that likes to do last minute, (laughs) <laughs> we, we prefer you work ahead of time. It, it works much better in helping design a, a good episode um, footprint for you. But if you're somebody that likes to work last minute also, at least we'll have the ability. You'll know exactly if you drop it in on there on Monday. Okay, on Tuesday, you say, hey, I want to have this out as quickly as I possibly can. You'll mm-hmm. know, is it in show notes right now? Is it in production right now? Is it in posting? Has it been scheduled right now? Has it already launched and you just don't even haven't even looked at your hosting source? So we'll be able to walk through all that with you as well.
0: I really like that a lot. Because I mean, you're taking, I guess you would say, the not the creativity away from them, but you're taking the small things that people tend to oversee. They go. Oh, didn't see that coming.
1: <laughs> well, you know what's what's interesting about it is so many of our clients, when they come to us in in the beginning, and they let's say they're either doing the production on their own or they're using another production company, mm-hmm. they haven't really templatized their show notes process. So a, a community member, keep in mind, your community members are going to become your family. Those family members are the ones that are listening to your episodes week in and week out. If you change up the format of your of your show notes every week, let's say. People are not going to know where to look for certain things like your partner links. If you have affiliate relationships or if you're driving them to a website as opposed to driving them to Apple Podcasts, it really just depends on what you're looking to do with your show. So that initial onboarding sequence, it really helps us to get a a really good handle on what you are trying to accomplish with your show because it is not, podcasting is not a one size fits all business. There are a number of strategies that can be put into play to to make it work positively (laughs) for you. How many, I mean, I'm pretty sure this,
0: I didn't an answer to this question, but just for the listeners, have you serviced like pretty much every category when it knows the <laughs> man when, because it's obviously, obviously that strategy changes just a little bit depending on if you're doing an after show or you're doing a business show or you're doing, I don't know, sometime how to or career based type of um, yeah. podcast.
1: Yeah, there are there are some podcasts. Let's take a, um, a passion podcast as an example that is not necessarily looking to monetize, but is looking to grow their community. There is a way to put your your episodes out differently than a monetized type of podcast um, that would have a whole different strategy. So absolutely. Uh, when it comes to, you know, we'll do um, interview-based episodes, we'll do, or interview-based clients that have podcasts that are all interview-based. We'll have clients that like to do monologues. We have clients that do panel conversations. We have clients that will send us a mixed track as opposed to individual tracks. Uh, so we really do want to, when we onboard you, we want to share with you what the best practices are. Also, we don't want to give you another to-do, you know, not another task on your list. Right. So if we can, if we can make it easier for you. When you send us an episode, for example, I use a schedule a schedule management uh, app. And there, I'm sure there's a ton of them out there. If you're just asking the right questions when you're when if you're an interview based show and you're asking the right questions before that guest comes on the show, we can actually take the content that's created using that scheduling app rather than go back to you and say, "Hey, can you give me that link again for that for that guest?" Or oh, what that's is really the helpful? So all of that stuff we're talking time saver. You know, huge time saver. If we just set you up properly for success to begin with, then oftentimes success is a lot easier for you. And the other side of it too is we don't want to be a time suck. We don't I talked to somebody just the other day. They're spending 35 hours a week between the production, the posting, and the um and the promotion of their podcast. And I'm like, I'm thinking 35 hours a week for one episode. 35 hours a week. And I asked him, I said, point blank. I said, are you looking to monetize your show? Or are you just looking to build a community? He says, no, I want to make money. I said, well, how much, how's that working for you? He says, I'm still, still trying to figure it out. And I'm like 175 episodes in, can you imagine how many hours that he has put into his show without monetizing this thing? I'm like, I want to have you start monetizing this thing tomorrow. When can we meet? You know, so he's going through right now, all the mental gymnastics of, how are you going to, like, you're telling me, Doug, that I'm going to be able to do this in, in less than an hour a week and so have the same results. I said, I can't, you can't be any worse off than not making any money. Right. So right. Yeah. So I, said, I mean,
0: it's like almost in a way of you're trying not to insult him, but I mean, kudos to him, whoever, whoever yep. this is yep. to stick with it yep. that long and not be able to monetize from the end result of, especially just time served 35 yep. hours a week, just getting per episode that's a lot of time and a lot of passion huge, behind it.
1: Huge, huge, huge. You know, but be- between doing the research for his guest, which I can streamline for him, the mm-hmm. the actual production, you know, the editing itself, which I could streamline for him be- by taking it all- off of his hands, and the promotion, I can give him a template to put things into. I-, I was very surprised in the time, and he's had his show. I think a little under two years now, and under under two years, I'm I'm thinking, how have you not? How have you not? Figured out a system. He's an engineer by trade, so I know that he really wants to have like everything lined up perfect. And I'm not saying that that's not a good idea, but I'm saying there is a cost benefit of of having everything per I, I'm going to say this, and I hope it doesn't come across wrong. Do not let perfect be the enemy of done. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that means botch everything and put it all together and slap slap it together. Plug into a system that is tried and true yeah. that works. And that, you know, the difference between a a, a 99 and a 100, your listeners will never know. You might know because you're like, I'm a perfectionist. It's got to be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. You have another episode that's coming out next week. I'm not saying make it good enough. I'm just saying that that one degree of difference will not separate you from, from a guy that's monetizing versus not monetizing. Stop doing all of that work. Right.
0: Um, one way to quickly make an impact is asking him, what is 70% of his standard?
1: Oh interesting.
0: And if it's 70% up to his standard, giving him a, I guess you would say a plan moving forward and how to increase from that 70% rather than trying to get to that hundred. And I'm just telling you that's the way the engineer type of mind works because I'm (laughs) ex-engineer because I have to, yes, there's like a lot of measuring, reassessing, a lot of lining. I cut five times. I mean, I cut measure five times, then cut one, you know? So I have to make sure if I'm going to make a move, then I am going to see that return I'm looking for. I'm not looking for a huge return. I'm just looking to move the needle and then measure and reassess what happened and how I, how did I get that at one degree? So, well, you
1: you know when yeah. you work when you when you work in a um, when you work in a silo and you're the only one that is working, you have a very hard time seeing the forest for the trees. Hundred percent, man. And when you bring in somebody that's outside and and they're actually this is what they do, they're an expert at this, and they say, hey, try these, just try these two or three things and i promise you it will not have an effect on the quality of your show but you'll see some positive results and right. you'll be more productive and efficient when you start to do that with people then their eyes why you know it's like the whole idea and we talked about this last time chris is like the whole idea of not just having a podcast bucket and saying everything goes in the bucket, but actually having a strategy if you're going to be a community builder, an influence grower, or a moneymaker, just having three separate strategies. I'm not saying you can't do all three, 100%. but at the same time, knowing what you are doing per, with that particular episode will make a huge difference in your, in your results. I got a question
0: from one of my dearest friends back from the education trade school world. He's actually my last B-O-S-S. Right. Okay. So, right. yeah, man. And his name is Mr. Raphael. If you're watching this, he's on LinkedIn. He sent me a message. Um, Dear friend, he's ex-military like myself. We shared we used to be in the military, not together, obviously, but um, similar core values in the same type of way we go about handling things and, and making things happen. Right. And we really worked extremely well together. I think mm-hmm. with the time at the campus, to give you a little bit more context, that campus never hit a start for like two years. And then the time that we put him and I together, and kind of working on some things, and knowing how he operates and how I operate, one thing I try to do as a leader is be the first one in, last one out. The purpose of me bringing this up because there's he does have he's running a obviously a, a educational type of program, product, service, and good, and trying mm-hmm. to grow community. So a lot of people with podcasting they want to monetize, and that's absolutely. I mean, you're going to have to monetize, but he's looking morely to investigate. Different types of angles and opportunities for his listeners and community to grow that as quickly as possible, but also not just trying to get rapid growth to understand the method behind the madness. So if you had like, so say for instance, if that was more that type of customer avatar, how would you go about handling that?
1: So a couple ways that you can do that. First of all, understand that when you first start podcasting, although you hope your community in whatever the outside world that you had comes along with you, not always the case. So you're going to need to build a community and figure you're going to be building it from scratch unless you're like a guy like Tim Ferriss that's going to bring millions of people along with you the best way for you to do that is not actually even through your podcast. It's -hmm. going to be from you going on other people's podcasts because where do you find other podcast listeners? They're listening to other people's podcasts. So if you take your message and have a solid call to action with uh, the call to action being, hey, listen to my show also, it's not like you're stealing. It's not like if I went on Chris's show, I'm stealing his listener. If I go to Chris's show, he's sharing his community with me and those community listeners will want to listen if I share my message in in a proper light and I have a good and have a good Mm -hmm. lesson the other thing that you can do if you want to do it solely through your podcast is do it through the guests that come on your show so when I when I come on my show what I share with everybody is I share I think I talked about this last time I share my rules my rules are you got to listen to the show because I want you to know what I how I talk and how I treat my community I want you to subscribe I want you to rate and review my show because why would you want to come on my show if it didn't have good ratings so please Mm -hmm. rate and review my show And the final thing, number four, is I want you to share with me what your plans are to share your episode on my show with your community. Oh, I love that. And that bold statement, that bold statement is not pleading with them. Oh, please, please, please share it. It's I am going to bring you into a light that many other podcast hosts have never brought you before. And by you sharing that story of your message on my podcast with your community, they're going to hear it differently than every other show that just read the bio and read the five, mm-hmm. you know, generic questions and all that. I'm going to have a conversation that's going to open you up to your community. It's going to be good for you. It's going to be good for your community, and it's going to be good cuz you're going to share my episode with you on your on uh, you know, your episode on my show with your community by far as a podcaster, those rules have increased my listenership dramatically. I mean, we have 4 million downloads of our show over the last six years. I know this is a strategy that works. I started using it on year two when I figured it out. And when I, once I figured it out, it was absolutely a way to get me more ratings and reviews, more subscribes, more listens, more more stickiness to my audience. Right, and, love I, that. and I And I got them to share the episode with their community as well. So it was a win for everybody.
0: Win, win, win. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. It was. It was a win-win. I was counting it in my head. So when you're okay, and that—that's a perfect answer to that. And I loved the very at the very end. And I suffer from this when I started to interview guests. I did have a hard time asking. It's just that my standards were vastly different than theirs of promoting the show. And I noticed quickly early on if I didn't have that conversation, and I call it a tie-down. Mm-hmm. Listen, here's what I expect. Here's what how, here's how I go about promoting this show. Yep. Is there some way that you can meet me in the middle, depending on if I'm able to get you X, Y? I mean, obviously, it depends on the person, right? X, Y, more clients. I mean, because I do have a pretty good reach and I'm very blessed. Yep. But if I ask those questions, they're going to tell me how they want to promote the show.
1: I, I, And I 100% I'm going to go. Yes. And yes. And here's where here's where most new podcasters or those that have are even seasoned podcasters, but haven't Mm -hmm. been putting this strategy into place. Here's the issue. Here's what they think. They think that person is doing you a favor by coming on your show. Mm -hmm. And I would tell you, it's just the opposite. You own a media company. You are doing them a favor by exposing their message to your community, number one, but you're also doing them a favor by exposing their message to their community because you're going to be so good at podcasting once you can get rid of all the stuff that you shouldn't be doing. If you're doing production and editing and you're not an audio producer, why are you doing that? It's not in your zone of genius. So take it off of your plate. Let somebody for the small amount of money it's going to cost you get it out. Get your brain free to be able to spend more time on your, quickly, right. Spend more time building your content library. And I'd rather you put out a second episode every week rather than spending that much time doing production because Mm -hmm. your message is not in your editing. Your message comes in the content that you are creating. And I know the world wants to hear it. You are obligated to share your message. If you're good at it and it's your gift, share your message with the world and get your head out of the the editing game. Right. And I,
0: I appreciate you saying yes and then, you know, then, right? Or but, because there's like for myself, you know, this because you've listened to my show. I put a lot of time and effort into my projects or the people that I am going to interview. So I feel that it's my moral obligation to extract the information from the guest differently, somewhat to be able Mm -hmm. to help the listeners. They show up for me, but they stay for the guest. Also, stay because of the questions I'm going to ask to be able to get the information out of that guest. And I do it in a way of making sure that... And I'd really... and I tried this method, I guess you would say, with some of the people that I've come in contact with over the years and years and years. And they've have... They've been on, I don't know, how many shows? But when they come on my show, and I'm very blessed to say this, and I'm, I'm so grateful, they shared a different message than they normally would share with a normal podcaster and that's where i think that you can not just grow your reach but just for their listeners and the people that do follow them they'll go oh my god that was a great interview i've never heard i've been following him for years or her for years i've never heard them say that
1: well that's where we want to get right that's where we separate ourselves from a production company and you know this chris i know i'm speaking to the you know to the to the choir here when i say this but we are not just people that want to put a rubber stamp and edit and produce yeah. your podcast episodes. We want to, yes, that is that is how we earn our living. But the other side of it is too, let, let us help you become successful at podcasting. It's not just how do I churn as many episodes? It's like, how do I put these episodes together, make a quality uh, piece of content for you to be proud of, to put out to the world. And then let's come back and let's start working on community building, influence gathering, and and money-making. Because that's, that's really the key. Those three those three buckets are the key to success in podcasting.
0: If you so say for instance, there's a community member hearing this right now and they are getting post-production done and someone is getting their editing, but they're not really happy about the results they're getting. Okay. And they're open to obviously learn more about what you are offering exclusively for our community. And if you are that person, you might as well just go ahead and take action if you already have that thought, my opinion. But if they're going to move on, like what would be the easiest way for hit them hit the ground running with your with your production and that way giving you everything you need. There's still really rush, but
1: you know what I'm saying. So where I would probably start. And this is not a sales tactic. This is just where I would probably start. Right. I would probably go all in. I would probably say, hey, I want to I want to do the advanced level because now I'm going to have a discovery call as a part of it. And I want to learn exactly how to do that. If you're just somebody that that wants to continue putting content out there, great. And we can do that. And we've priced it so that we are... Compet now it's look the lowest price is a race to the bottom I never want to be the lowest price and if you're looking for low price don't come to us <laughs> however right. if you're looking yeah. for a, a good solid price that that won't blow the the, the budget on p- uh, production and editing take our take our standard package if you want to understand what you have your hands on when it comes to podcasting if you're if you're 20 or 30 or 50 episodes and you haven't seen results meaning you haven't converted anyone in your audience, to a client or you haven't gotten anybody to even reach out to you, I would look at starting with the advanced package because you can always go back down. And if you wanted to start out on the lower package, the standard package, you can do that. And then... you're You're not going to get any different results that way, though, mm-hmm. so go go in full bore, go in with the advanced package, get the discovery call also so that we can do a sixty minute dive. Uh, and there is a special on that, and it's only one that we're offering just because you're a Winjet customer. So just know that the stuff that you're getting when you're signing on with us right now is the cheapest, the lowest, the best investment that you're possibly going to make when it comes to production editing. And coaching, I 100%. have coached many clients before for much more dollars than I am doing it. But I know the, um, I know where we're heading with this network, and I'm just, I'm proud to be a part of the network. So happy to, you know, to to, to pass on a low price offer just so that we can put as right. many people into this program as I know want to be successful at podcasting.
0: And I appreciate that because a community definitely does appreciate it. Maybe perhaps they not might not know why now but they'll know when they see the outcome and you know how it is. Um, There was a question that came in, Carolyn, and when I saw it was from Miss Nina. Can you put that question? I said it was something to do with podcasting and YouTube. If you could put that question. There we go. Like what do you do if your show is on YouTube and podcast with the two different types of editing for each media matter for the guests? All right, Doug, that's a good question. Thank yep, you, Nina. Great,
1: great question, Nina. Thanks. So what we will do is in that initial stage in that discovery call, we want to make sure that you're set up so that many of the things that people do that are YouTubers are often very visual. So if you don't have a how-to cooking show, let's say, or, or <laughs> if you do have a how-to cooking show, you're probably pointing a lot, you're sharing a lot of information, you're saying, look how good this looks. We just have to help you change your language just a little bit so that same content can be used on an audio podcast as well. From an editing perspective, you're just going to run your your video full bore unless you make some huge gaffes in there uh, because that's just the reality of of YouTube. The cuts are a little bit more challenging to make. On, um, On audio podcasts though, we can remove vocal tracks we can remove the ums and the ahs, some dead space. We can um, we can do a whole different grouping of things with uh, with audio that we can't necessarily do with video without at the price that we're offering. Now we can yeah. do f- full full blown you know video editing, but it, it will be significantly more if you end up doing some uh, some some heavy cuts.
0: Would you suggest people using a platform
1: like StreamYard? It makes it a little
0: bit easier when it comes to video editing and formatting.
1: Yeah, when it comes to this, like this kind of thing, if you're actually just taking this StreamYard video and you're downloading it, which I know you can do with StreamYard, mm-hmm. it's great. You just take this entire thing and you post this up to uh, up to YouTube, easy to do. As a matter of fact, we're happy to do that for you so it's one less step that you that you need to do and, and there's no cost to do that. It would just we just need the we would just need the file. Files, right. On the other side of it, if we're going to get into more advanced video editing, yeah, there would be a, another cost that's associated with it. But for the most part, I would just take your, you know, uh, podcasting is a very intimate, um, uh, uh, channel and yes. you're, you're in people's ear. So you want to make that, that, that audio it's as different. highly produced, you know, crisp and clear as possible. And if I'm doing video many times, I just, the one element is the audio of it. So we want to make sure that we prepare you for video and audio at the same time.
0: There's a lot of our podcasters that do have multiple shows. So if say, for instance, someone has two shows or three shows what would that obviously the package would change depending on the duration or how length of each episode but is it something, do you have something available for someone that does have a couple different shows?
1: I would say the best thing to do is let's just quote it, you know, instead right. of just signing up for a specific package, just reach out or come on this show next week and say, Hey, I have three shows. I'm ready to go. Can you, can you help me with yeah. that? We'll, we'll figure out, we'll figure out something that makes sense. Obviously if you're in the advanced stages, your coaching doesn't have to be done times three. It could be, you know, <laughs> right. one package would be your code, the advanced package and the other two might be the, uh, the standard package. So we'll figure it out. Uh, you know we're all new at this game of working together as a as a uh, as a partner, a strategic partner. So at the same time, I want to be fair to, to everybody, um, but we also have a, a team to pay, and I want to be fair to them. Hundred percent,
0: yeah, hundred we'll percent. I out. mean, the main thing is not is like not draining that orange right. All the juice is figuring <laughs> out. I mean, there's not a one size fits all for every solution, right, or yep. every situation. And you want to make sure that you know everybody's taken care of. I mean, that's one thing that you're doing. Also, with the community, just letting everyone know, like two p.m. Eastern every Money Monday, right. you'll see this baby face or a little scruff next maybe next week. I'm not sure if he's going to grow it back, but it, you'll obviously he'll be here to answer a lot of your questions. So make sure to utilize in the community app at 843-396-2104. Say again, 843-396-2104. Text turnkey or Doug Sandler, and then ask the question and submit those in Prior to him going yeah. live on Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern time, he'll have the questions there a little bit more prepared. Maybe he can expand a little further to really help you out. So that's going to be a lot of that's going to be extremely helpful. And just by that, we're doing it once a week. I believe that it's going to really answer a lot of questions way before they even come up with them.
1: Yeah, Chris, the other thing I would be happy to offer again, I I try to lead with value and support and service. Mm So if we get a group enough big enough together, once we start the, the process, and we start enrolling enough people in this, uh, we can take it beyond just this call this is 100%. a great um, but this is more like a uh, a broadcast although people can ask like nina thank you for your questions it's it's not as easy to converse back and forth so at some point i would love to have just a big zoom room where we have you know mm-hmm. 10 15 20 people asking their these are my questions of the week or these are my questions for the last two weeks can you help me you know resolve these and absolutely i would love to participate in something like that again with your with your permission
0: chris oh well, no i would love it i would be i would be honored that would be very helpful I mean, even for myself, I mean, I got a lot out of just this conversation that I really you opened my eyes about a diff, another area of opportunity, even when it goes back to me repurposing some of the older stuff. when I refused to kind of I couldn't find the right editing team. And I was like, well, um, I got to move. Right. So I was like, well, let me let me ask a couple other people. And then by the time I got to what I needed, I was like, well, they're, they're not. You know how you when you grow with your show. And you're yep. growing, obviously, with your value and you're growing with the guests. You want to definitely make sure you're, the editing team or the services you have are growing with you. Agreed. And if that's not happening, that's something you need to definitely take a look at, Podcaster.
1: Agreed. Agreed. So, Thanks, Chris.
0: You're welcome. Or um, where can you see the various packages inside of Kajabi? If you go to Kajabi, it's moving from Kajabi to our w, um, uh, winjet.com. We'll have a standalone system. We did the Kajabi just for the beta test, but we do have the new system up with Kajabi. We're not going to pull the plug until maybe 60 days after it's on a standalone system just to make sure there's no issues. But Oris, just to answer your question, they are inside of every time you go to the the link in there, click on the link and you should see the description of the services that Turnkey and Doug Sandler do offer. So I hope that helps. All right, guys, anything, anything else though you want to add?
1: I appreciate you opening up the opportunity to, uh, to chat with the community and, and that's, that's the name of the game. You know, I found that when we had just a DIY program, yeah. a lot of our clients were, um, uh, they weren't as successful as they could have been. And once I put the community and the support into it, uh, we, we flipped the switch and it was all about now successfully launched shows followed by successful right. production beyond that. So I'm excited to, to, to participate in this group.
0: I mean, I'm I'm excited if you just be here, man. It's just, I think it just, everything comes full circle. I mean, you were the first person I talked to with that just because obviously Joe, and it's funny that now that obviously (laughs) throw you went on a year and a half, almost two years um, getting that process down the road. I'm like, Hey, Doug, I need some help. I'm still here. (laughs) (laughs) I need some help. Not just for me, everybody. I'm like, Oh, okay, great. So I appreciate you again, guys. Be well, be you, be great. If you're looking for services, make sure you're going inside the system and finding those. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can text us at 843-396-2104. I say again, 843-396-2104 if you're not watching this stream on the bottom of this. Or send an email at adamant at winjet.com.
1: And Chris won't be here next week, so it'll just be you and me, peeps. That's right.
0: That's right. (laughs) So we can really, we can have
1: some talk. That's right. Go
0: go all the way in. Doug, I appreciate it again. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. My
1: pleasure, Chris. Thanks.
0: All right. No problem. Carolyn, hit it. Let's go.
1: This podcast is part of the Winject Studios Network, where podcasters come together to focus on
0: community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how to apply to join the network, go to www.winject.com. That's W-I-N-J-E-C-T.com. If you're ready to make a difference through podcasting, then we're ready to see